Okay, and here we go. It is another NFL in London podcast. Wade and Ryan here yes. uh, talking Hello. about week two. It's our week two predictions. Uh, week one, done and dusted. We all felt good yeah, about that yeah, one. I'm going to have a better week this week. I'm feeling more confident. Started off 1-0 to start You started off. You, you correctly it. picked that Cincinnati would uh, devastate. My uh, team, they're the team of the NFL in London. My team of the NFL in London this year. They're my, they're my sleeper team. Well, that's that's because Buffalo fans are so in love uh, with Andy Dalton. Exactly. You know what? It's really true, though. Maybe that's... Yeah. I don't even realize that's like, your my dream love of Andy Dalton. Because I think if Buffalo... If there was ever a doubt in Cincinnati's mind, Buffalo would pick him up in a second. He would um, be the hero to that town. He looks like a chicken wing. Well, Andy Dalton, we could start off by talking about that Thursday night game. Because he yeah. looked incredible. Oh, he did. Four touchdowns. Uh, three to AJ Green on my fantasy team. Yeah. Woo! Um, but... He's just looking good. You know, he's always been a really underrated quarterback, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, that one year where they made the playoffs where A.J. McCarron had to play in because he got hurt, he was, like, on MVP form that whole year until he got hurt. And, like, they were really looking like a dark horse. They're a solid team top to bottom. They lost Joe Mixon for a couple weeks. that sucks. But uh, their defense looked absolutely incredible. The poise in the pocket protection that he had, he looked very good. And it's just if they can stay healthy, you know, if Tyler Eifert doesn't get hurt like he usually does, Uh, and Joe Mixon can come back and play well. And that front seven, like Geno Atkins, oh god, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. That AFC, uh, that AFC, what is it? The South? Is it the South or the North? The the North. North, yes. The North. Um, because you got Baltimore and then you got um, Pittsburgh and them fighting it out. It's going to be a great. Oh no, it, it's it's amazing. Um, I think it's it's you know they they really showed their tenacity in playing, um, and it's going to be interesting to see sort of what they're going to do going down the line because and, you know they've they've played really well. They've been solid. They've stopped that defense. I played the defense in fantasy this weekend. Twelve points. It got me. Yeah, and yeah, and it was almost like uh, for me, it was like a double-edged sword as a Bills game, Bills fan, because part of me was like, "See, I told you Baltimore wasn't as good yeah. as everyone tells you." But then the other edge of the sword is, does that mean the Bills are that bad that a team who got put up thirty, who won 34-23, beat them? Oh, I, I, so it makes you feel like I was happy on one end. I was like, good. I told you Baltimore's not this defensive juggernaut, but it's like, oh, shit. That means oh, yeah, yeah, shit. So now, now we're going to see what exactly happens to Buffalo. Um, yeah, no, it was an interesting week in fantasy. And I think a lot of times, too, when you go into week two, everyone has these week one. It's like, oh, I told you so, week one. Oh, and then week a, two happens, you're like, oh, you don't even know because people are going to rebound. There's, there's weather. so much flip-flopping of, of people. People are so full of it. Even like all the analysts and TV, even probably yeah. us, we're all going to, everyone, every week, it's like you're just flipping and flopping everywhere. Yeah. It's like, this guy's a bust. This guy's MVP. He's Take my only, word for it. Do it, this. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's just like, let's wait till the season kind of goes a bit before we start jumping on teams saying, oh, this team's screwed. This team's terrible. Let's just give it like four weeks. Yeah, I think you got to wait till the injuries really set in. I always say week five is that good arbiter that you wait to see yeah. what's happening but by week five. Especially week one, you know, like they haven't really, like, because no one takes the preseason seriously. So they haven't run their real plays yeah. in a game situation. Uh, a lot of them sat through the whole preseason, so they might not be engaged. Like Le'Veon Bell. So you see a lot of people, yeah. So you see a lot of people who maybe, like, uh, get tired by the second mm-hmm. half, you know, because, like, uh, like, a guy like Khalil Mack, right, that incredible first yeah. half, and then just kind of... But that makes sense. Cause yeah, because he's just trained with a new team, and he's getting going, but he's going to start building it up, but he's yeah, still so played quite just, well. That's why. Week two is like, okay, if you go 0-2, that is a bit of cause for concern. 0-1 doesn't really mean no. anything, I don't think. You can rebound. I mean, obviously, an 0-1 against a division rival is can huge. be hard, and if you go into two division rivals, 
in two weeks and you go 0-2. Yeah, and especially in your own conference, you don't want to go 0-2, yeah. which leads us to our first game. Well, let's go to the first game. Uh, Ryan and I, we're actually going to be heading down to Road Trip, which is on Old Street. It's on uh, right near Old Street Station. It's open until 2 past 2 a.m., so we'll be there this Sunday if you want to come join us. Uh, let's go into, we're going to start with your game first. Uh, Chargers versus the Buffalo Bills. The line Josh. is now at 7. Uh, it is a total of 43 points. Chargers obviously wanted to rebound after that huge loss last week. Buffalo had an even huger loss, but has less talent to come back. Yes. Well, we, this is the this is exciting for me only because it's the the Josh Allen era has begun. Make or break. Um, I don't think so. I think expectations are. By the way, I've never seen expectations so low for a starting quarterback. Like everyone's just saying, mocking him, saying this guy's not going to do anything. So in a way, it's kind of nice that the expectations are not that not that big. I think. The thing with Buffalo is that last year was such a fluke that it kind of fucked up their whole entire rebuild process. Sure. It threw it in because then they had to trade. You became too good, at the, too good at the wrong time. Exactly. And they, and they got lucky at the beginning and then they, they're like, holy shit, we can actually make the playoffs. So it kind of pushed back the rebuilding year. And that's what this year is. This year yeah. is like what last year was supposed to be, I think. So... Um, but I'm excited for Josh Allen. I think they they got to get the running game going. They're lucky Joey Bosa's out, so mm-hmm. that's a huge like because he killed Peterman last year. Joey Bosa's yeah. the reason why like three of those interceptions happened. Um, you got but then again you got Philip Rivers throwing for like what did he was saying like they could have thrown for like 700 yards. Yeah, last he was season. just like, torching he, it. And like Buffalo, I'm worried about their secondary, especially be, yeah. getting with Philip Rivers because I love Philip Rivers. I think he's yeah, he been it. been ruined by his team for so long. Yeah. And if he didn't have 19 kids, he would probably be on another team. To oh, be I'm sure. With you. Well, he's probably just building his own team. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, well, how do you how do you see this game going then? Oh, I see the I see the Chargers winning. I think they're going to cover. Um, I think because there's this uh, the whole thing, you know, Chargers going to Charger. That yeah. whole saying that I think they know now that this is we have to kind of put Buffalo to bed. Uh, the only thing is you've got a West Coast team coming over. Yeah. that's always a thing for some. It is a thing. I I, I always never believed it was a real thing. Oh no, it's for only sure, like yeah. three hours. Of but you time still have to get set up. You still have to get used to like, Buffalo. You I just don't for imagine you get jet lag from a three hour difference. To uh, me, that doesn't. If you're traveling a lot, maybe. But these guys are so regimented that they go to bed at like nine. You know, like uh, the good ones do, yeah. Yeah, the guy Tom Brady apparently yeah. goes to bed at like eight o'clock. And, oh yeah, uh, like every day. Marky Mark goes to bed at seven thirty apparently in his yeah. workout routine. So you see it? How's the final score? Oh, I think it's going to be uh, something like thirty to seventeen. Thirty to seventeen say. for Ryan for the Chargers. For the Chargers. See, I I think the biggest thing, the biggest news that people are forgetting to mention about this is the Buffalo Sheriff mentioning that there'll be no more fans thrown through tables ah, and they'll be charged. No, there you can't. First of all, you can't police. That whole entire... Well, they will um, if you put the clip on social media. That's true. Yeah, but they're not going to know exactly where that is, and you won't be able to find it till after. Well, because someone will be like, um, legend, mate, but you can't and then police they'll find that, You can't police that uh, that whole entire parking lot. And you cannot stop Bill's Mafia from going through the table. You can't. Well, I actually... And I think it's more going to take someone to die from going through well, the that's, table. Well, that's why they do that. Of course, things. yeah. But it's I think, an insurance thing. If somebody dies at the stadium getting thrown through a table and they're drunk, they're going to sue the stadium and sue the team. Can you really say the state? I don't think. Well, they can if you're if you're on the stadium grounds. There's a duty of care that the stadium has to take care of. I feel like if that went to court and you were you were just like, here's Exhibit A, man thrown through table, case closed. You should. This doesn't have anything to do with Buffalo. But it's America. It comes through lawyers. Like it happens so much. Salino and Barnes. Of it, exactly. Salino and Barnes. Anyway, I have this game tight one. Actually, I had it as a seven point game. I had the Buffalo because I thought Chargers would be looking forward to the Rams next week. True. So I had it as a seven point game. 
Uh, even the, when I when the line was seven and a half, I still think it'll be a push. I think still think Buffalo can cover. Move on to our next game. Oh my goodness, um, this game will be good. The, the Maple Leafs will be showing this game. It is the the Vikings versus the Green Bay Packers. A, a Ron, Aaron Rodgers. We don't know if he's coming back yet. They haven't fully committed to it. Is it a good idea to bring him back? I think so against Minnesota division rivals, but you also don't want him hobbled and dying. Resurrecting uh, from the dead. So there's no line on this, but obviously Minnesota shows. Is it a pick em? Is it a pick em? So far it is. There's no line because there's no status on Aaron Rodgers, which should come out today yeah. um, if he plays the full game. That Minnesota defense, in, judging by what the Bears did last week, what Minnesota could do is is It's scary. Yeah, they, they are one of the best defenses in the league. Um, they're, they're a fun team to watch. I personally, like, if if there's any risk of Aaron Rodgers' knee collapsing, I say you sit him. Yeah. The season's way too important. This is one game. You're one and zero. You had that great comeback, a game you should have lost. If the Green Bay was zero and one, yeah, hundred percent, you probably start Rodgers. But I think they need to be smart because I'll tell you what: if Rodgers goes out there and his knee gets torn to pieces, yeah, Mike McCarthy might get fired. Oh yeah, and yeah, having Deshaun Kaiser. But the other the other thing is, is like. You know, he's always going to say, I can play, I can play, I can play. Yeah, he I know, but players always do that. Players, you can't... Except in soccer. You can, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but that's why they have that's why they have medical people, and they're like, no, you're not yeah. going in. So they'll always want to go back. And, and He probably shouldn't have come back last week. No, he shouldn't. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't think he should have come back yeah. last week. I think he should have let the Bears just win that one yeah. and rested himself. But um, I say, ooh, this is going to be a really tough one. If, if Aaron, Because I've got two, obviously, scenarios. If Aaron Rodgers is in and if Aaron Rodgers is out. Well, they must be opposite. Well, they're totally opposite. Uh, yeah, because, uh, because otherwise it wouldn't yeah. make a difference. Um, I still think on the road, I think Minnesota's going to win this, even if uh, Aaron Rodgers plays. I think it's going to be a close game just because of their defense. I think they have a better defense than Green Bay. And I think offensively, they're pretty even. I, yeah. you got Aaron Rodgers, obviously, better than Cousins. but And the receivers are kind of the same. Uh, Devontae Adams might not play as well. Yeah, like, he's he questionable play, to play. That's going to be a big loss. So with, with especially if Rodgers and Devontae Adams take Minnesota to cover the yeah. spread, like, that will be a yeah. and Minnesota's defense in fantasy. So uh, I think it's good. If, if I'm going to do it under the assumption Aaron Rodgers plays. Yes, yeah, okay. Right? So uh, under the assumption Aaron Rodgers plays, I'm going to say it's going to be 30 to 27 uh, Minnesota. Okay. And I'm actually going to go in. So I picked it if Aaron Rodgers plays and it's a home game and the weather's going to be nice. I actually see this as being an Aaron Rodgers. And if he's not that injured, I see it being a bit of a blowout. I actually see I think Green Bay could really open up on them. I actually have it as 35-24. I think they could actually really put a beating on them if they get into it. I, just seeing this focus last week and as a Bears fan, I am scared of that. Man. Yeah, And I think they should be too. Anytime you write them off, and particularly like this, he'll come back charging. I mean, yeah. it's, it's week two, so it's we'll every, see. It's going to be the most nerve-wracking game in Green Bay yeah. history, I think, to be honest with you. Because every time Rodgers steps back, people are going to be like... Oh, yeah. Don't die. Looking through their, looking through their hands. It's going to be scary. It's going to be fun, though. That'd That's fun. absolute game of the week. Let's jump on and then we, uh, we jumped over. Carolina-Atlanta. Atlanta is a six-point favorites in this game. Carolina uh, losing a lot of key people. Atlanta putting up a good fight but losing to Philadelphia in the losing previous week. Losing to themselves week. almost in yeah. a lot of ways. So you wonder, you know, um, what is going to do? Cam Newton, is he going to have enough time to throw it? Is McCaffrey getting enough running space? How, how do we see this going? Um 
Oh, this is a tough one because the Carolina's defense is fantastic. Uh, and Matt Ryan's been really struggling lately. And I think a lot of people are like, we just gave this guy $150 million and he can't score from the yep. five-yard line. And I think people are getting a little bit anxious now, being like starting to question Matt Ryan. So this is a huge Matt Ryan game, especially at home. Uh, I think that's going to help them in the Dome. Matt Ryan's always better in the Dome. Uh, but then again, you got Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Still really inaccurate. The receivers weren't that great last week. No, he, he didn't have a great he game. Have a lot of tools. He's running for 70, 80 yards every game. Um, ooh, I don't know. It's a tough one. Devontae Freeman might not play. Devontae but I'm going to go yeah. with Atlanta to win just because I think – and okay. I don't think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be a very close game. I'm going to say this going to be something like 20 to 17. 20 to 17. Very close game. I have it the other way. I have Carolina actually putting on a bit of a thumping here. I think Carolina is going to be focused after last week. Uh, I think Carolina is going to put some things together. Atlanta still sort of struggles at the early start of the season. I have this one actually as 33-20 to 20 for Carolina. I see them opening it up in the fourth quarter. A bit of a blowout. I have them way covering and going beyond that. All right. All right, let's move on to our next game then. We'll do Cleveland-New Orleans as Ryan reaches into the fridge to grab me another Punk IPA, oh, yeah. the beautiful oh. BrewDog Punk IPA. Yeah, we need sponsorship now. Yeah, we do need sponsorship. And uh, Punk, uh, think about us. Cleveland, New Orleans. Um, oh, this is going to be actually kind of a fun game because th- there's a couple things that could really happen in this game. Number one, I think there's a real chance we can see Baker Mayfield yeah. in this game. Like Tyron Taylor, again, for so- like as a Bills fan, I think... I'm going to say something about Tyrant. Okay. I, I genuinely, like, when he first came to the Bills, but there's such a blind spot with people where they're like, this guy took him to the playoffs. Tyrant Taylor did not take the Bills to the playoffs. He was the quarterback that went to the playoffs with the Bills. He did not do anything that was majorly spectacular. He was just along for the ride. Yeah, exactly. And there's this, this idea that he's this reliable. He doesn't throw the ball well. He checks it down every single time at third down. Third and 12, it's a three-yard pass. He can't win from behind. Mind. And you got Baker Mayfield, who's way more accurate. Tyra Taylor's 15 for 40 last week. Yeah. Like any other quarterback oh, yeah, that's, would that's be getting benched with a game line you'd like be that. Benched and I think going into New Orleans on the road, where last year Tyra Taylor threw for 75 yards and the Bills lost like 45 to like three or something like that. This is going to be, I think this is, my prediction is Baker Mayfield comes in because Tyra Taylor's going to struggle. Uh, I think New Orleans is pissed from last week. Yeah. Um, and I think this is one is going to be. I, I picked New Orleans to cover last week at nine and a half, exact same spread. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say they're going to cover it this week. I'm going to. Drew Brees <laughs> is looking yeah. awesome this he, year. He is looking absolutely amazing. Here's the thing that I have a problem with New Orleans defense last week when they played mostly single coverage and got burnt. Uh, Landry can torch up that that defense. So all Mayfield has to do is actually look towards him. But then again, you've got Breeze and Alvin Kamara, who is going to shred. Yeah, he's going to have a, he just, is going to have a century. He's no like problem. the running back version of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, is what he is. But he's just so much fun to watch. I see this as being a high scoring one. I have uh, Cleveland covering it. I have it a high score. I got 35-28. I think it's going to be a shootout because New Orleans can get scored on, but they will continue to score more. Yeah. I just yeah, I just think on the road against New Orleans, it's just it's going to be tough for Cleveland. Same. They got good against Pittsburgh, but then again, Pittsburgh shot themselves in the foot as they always like, do. As they always do. And the thing about it, you have to remember, like. Cleveland, in a way, like they got almost like five turnovers last mm. week, and they tied. That's yeah. almost like unheard of. Yeah, no, that no, should it, not happen. That's a lap. team that just doesn't know how to win. Um, and I think New Orleans is pissed. Their defense is going to be pissed. And I, I, I yeah, I, what's your oh, score? Oh, what's my score? Okay, I'm going to go with uh, thirty-five to thirteen. 35 to 13. That is going to be a whooping. Whooping. Here's a game that uh, nobody wants to see. Uh, Miami at the Jets. Uh, Jets playing very well last 
last week, aside from the first pick six. Well, apparently Sam Darnold is already in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he is, yeah. According to it's not hard every, to... everywhere you read, like, what a game. It's it's not hard. All you don't have to do is not wear a fur coat and try to make up with a sideline reporter Yeah, um, for the Jets. <laughs> so uh, Miami, you know, Mercurial playing up and down. Ryan Tannehill seems to be playing and comfortable and confident. He's playing Their Ryan Tannehill football. Their defense seems to be well. And the Jets' front seven is playing good defense. Uh, will the Miami defense be able to stop Bilal Powell? Uh, I think that's a big question Blah, this week. Yeah, Blah, yeah. Two and a half I, point ooh, favorites for the Jets. For the Jets, ooh, this is actually a, this is a really tough one because I honestly think these teams are pretty similar. Like they don't uh, have a. You mean ton they're of, going nowhere. They, yeah, but they don't have a ton of weapons offensively. I think the Jets have the better defense. I think Sam, the Sam Darnold love affair will continue for another week. Um, but I don't think I don't think he's going to light it up necessarily. He's a home debut, so that's going to be. Um, I'm going to go. Let's see. Let's see. What's this game? I think it's going to be low scoring because I yeah. don't see the Jets putting up tons of points. They put up 48 last week. They're not going to do that again. I'm going to say again another close game. I'm going to go. Um, ooh, what am I going to go? I'm going to go 24 to 20 for the Jets. Okay. Uh, fairly close to what I'm thinking as well. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Darnold's going to have some some good time. He'll have a lot of time to get it going. Uh, Miami, they've got a pass rush, but I think Bilal Powell will get through that. I have it as a Jets 24, Miami 17. Mm. Now the game that's big on Sky, one that we've all been talking about, all very excited, Kansas City versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is stunning five-and-a-half-point favorites after watching Patrick yeah, Mahomes seems shred defenses. Tyreek Hill shred what is going to happen this week in this game? Is this line crazy considering how, how Pittsburgh tied against Cleveland? Um, I think it's, yeah. I wouldn't have expected it to be five and a half. I think um, there's the, there's this is what it is. It's um, Big Ben at home is a completely yeah. different quarterback than Big Ben on the road. Big, the Pittsburgh at home is pretty dominant. They very rarely lose. Uh, James Conner looked amazing last week. Got Antonio Brown. And then Big Ben, they always have these games like, is Big Ben finished? Every year we have this story like six or seven times. Um, I think Pittsburgh played better at home. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes on the road is going to find it a bit more difficult. I think Pittsburgh has to do whatever they can to stop Tyreek Hill. Um, But there's just so many weapons on that Kansas City team. I think they're going to cover the spread. But I think Pittsburgh's going to just pull off this win because they're seeing Cincinnati uh, they can't go oh what is it oh one oh one and one oh one one oh one and one especially now they got uh, Cincinnati with two game lead. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh, but I think it's I, is it gonna. The thing is, every time people say this is going to be a shootout, it's always a shitty game. Yeah, it's like a 10-3. the greatest Super Bowl of all time. It's tied at one going into the fourth quarter. So I think it's they have the weapons, but uh, I'm going to say... 28-27, that is a shootout, so I'm not even yeah. talking. Uh, Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is going to squeak one out because they're at home, and Big Ben's a different player at home. Yeah, I've got the other way. I mean, obviously— We're I think, always going the other way. I That's why K- I did so bad last week. Yeah, I think so. That's right. I got Casey. Casey's just on fire. Uh, I think Connor uh, will have a good game, but, uh, you know, if you've got Joe Hayden out, Tyreek Hill is just going to rip the field. You're not going to be able to stop this guy. Um, Mahomes is just going to be shuffling the ball all over the place. So I really like this. I've actually got this as KC thirty-eight, Pittsburgh thirty-one. Well, as we got out, as we got out the dogs. All right, we'll go to the next game. We got uh, Philadelphia oh, and yeah. Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay, Fitz Magic, is this? Will the MVP season continue for Fitzpatrick? I'll tell you what. I do have a bit of a soft spot for Oh, I think everyone does. I, I mean, think everyone does. Everyone's cheering for that white guy with a private education. <laughs> you know, those Harvard guys just they yeah, just they got no they just struggle. Yeah, exactly. Bad news. He doesn't brand. even know what kind of easy shoes to buy. 
But uh, yeah, like it's just one of those funny guys. Like because he always does this every year. He has these light up games. But maybe he's just one of those guys. Like sometimes the game just clicks when you're in your good late, spurts. Yeah, in your late thirties, and maybe he's just found that right situation for him. Even though I yeah. think every team who's had him has thought this at one sure. point. With the Bills, he was lighting up Bills, giving fifty million, and then literally yeah. a year later he was off the team. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't think I think they're at home. I think, but I think Philadelphia is just front seven is yeah. a little bit different than um, New Orleans. So I think Fitzpatrick's not going to have the time he had. And Fitzpatrick doesn't have the strongest arms. So when he gets rushed, that's where he's going to get hurt. Yeah. I see more turnovers for him. I think it's going to be a close game because I don't believe in Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, his, his deal with the devil has expired, yeah. I feel. Um, and it, it's, it's, a real, it's a real shame because Carson Wentz, and this would have been a much better game with Carson Wentz in. Yeah. Um, but I do will say this. I think Tampa Bay's offense is massively underrated. I underrated it. I thought yeah, Tampa Bay was way did. worse. Yeah. I, I changed my mind. I will admit I was wrong. I think they're a better offensive team. I think Philadelphia is just, they have the aura of the Super Bowl champions, and they got that D, and they're just trying to survive um, Carson, until Carson Wentz gets back. But I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be something like, I'm going to go 19-17 for uh, Philadelphia. 19-17 Philadelphia. Uh, I've got it as a bit more high scoring game. I think that when I looked at uh, the way that Mike Evans was playing last week and the way that he, Tannehill was just hitting, or sorry, I mean uh, Fitzpatrick was just hitting him. Um, and I think Peyton Barber's going to have a big game because they're going to have to mix it up. What I like about them is they're plucky, they play they shake it up almost like a, a college offense because they know that they're against this defense. So they got to do some crazy stuff. And it'll be really interesting to see if they continue, if Fitzpatrick continues to play, what did they do when James well, exactly. comes back? What do, you, what do you do? You know, you give him a job as an Uber driver. Maybe that's his punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have this as Tampa Bay winning wow. 27 to 24. Two of the biggest upsets in a row. Yeah. That would be amazing. Okay, let's move on to our next game then, a game that, eh, I, I'm torn about this game, too, because I'm going to ask some advice. I have got Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes in one of my fantasy pools, and I'm torn between Ooh. which one to play because we've got this Houston team taking on Tennessee who are horrible, but I don't know. Is Deshaun ready to throw together this? Uh, well, I think if Will Fuller plays, which I think he's to expected to play, I think that gives them the deep threat, which uh, which will help them. Again, I think it's their running game. They, they've just neglected it for so long. And I don't understand why. I think that's what hurts Houston the most. Lamar Miller's fine. He's serviceable. But he's not going to get you a 1,000 He's a, he's a backup on your fantasy. He's I mean, like he's, a yeah. Detroit Lions running back. You know, like he's fine. Yeah. He's not going to really blow you away. And then you got uh, Tennessee with the worst helmets in football, the Toronto Argonauts yeah. helmet that they just ripped off. I don't like the uniforms. I don't like Mariota. I don't like their coach. I don't like Tennessee at all. I think Houston's going to win this. I think they're going to win it easily. What's the spread? Uh, that game is two points or three points now. Oh, three points. Yeah, I definitely think Houston's going to I think they got the better defense. Uh, Mariota got shaken up last week, so he's going to come in. And then they lost Delaney Walker, yeah. their, their safety valve. So I think Houston's going to win this pretty easily. I think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be 27-10. 27 10. 27 to 10. Ryan calls that. I actually have a very similar score. I've got a 27 to 13. Uh, I see Blaine Gabbert coming in in this game. I, yes. I think I don't know. I think they're probably it's not an NFL season till Blaine Gabbert. You have to say it. Blaine Gabbert is in for the plays. It's Blaine Gabbert. Uh, yeah, I see this twenty-seven to ten blowout. This game. Blaine sounds like he should have gone to Harvard. Yeah, it doesn't seem Blaine. like a. It does sound like a very. 
public like of private schools. Heath, a bunch Blaine, of, yes. A bunch of Heaths and yeah. Blaines. Um, this game, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited about this game. Uh, Indiana, uh, Indianapolis versus Washington. Uh, the Redskins are favored by six points uh, after Ooh. a very demonstrative showing last week. Adrian Peterson really taken at the house. Uh, there was no, no one to stop him. Uh, Andrew Luck's playing well, but is he consistent enough? And can they stop Jordan Reed? Yeah, well, can they stop? Really, Indianapolis' problem is can they stop anybody? Yeah. And not necessarily Jordan Reed. Uh, I think Alex Smith is just, again, one of those guys. Just everyone doubts him, and all he does is go out and produce. Uh, I've doubted him, and then he won me my fantasy football championship, so now I'm on the Alex Smith train. Uh, I like I like Washington. I didn't before the season ended because... I just thought they're in the heart, one of the hardest divisions. It's gonna be, but they just look like solid. Adrian Peterson yeah. looks good. Can he do it for sixteen games? I don't know. Probably not. Um, I thought Andrew Luck looked great though last yeah. week. Like didn't look like he really suffered from any problems. Like had that one bad. Aside from a bad offensive line, uh, but yeah. That's what it is. And then they lost a couple of the yeah. players, so I'm a little bit worried. Uh, I think Indiana just doesn't have the defense, but I think they're gonna keep it close. Uh, I think Washington will win. Uh, but I'm going to go something like uh, 24-21 Washington. 24-21 yeah, Washington. That's what I'm going to say. Um, I do. I, I, you know, I think the six points is a little generous, uh, personally. Uh, I think Indianapolis is going to rebound a bit this week. Washington did have some things that they were able to put together, but is it enough to put together? I don't know. Uh, so I actually have this one as Washington 30, Indianapolis 26. Mm-hmm. I see them going over under. All right, let's move on. Whoa, Jesus, that came out of nowhere. We're going on to our first mm-hmm. of the 9 o'clock games. The woeful, woeful Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, pull, out, pull out your pellet gun because those birds are in season. Uh, taking <laughs> on the L.A. Rams, as we all know, you know, Rams are, are very... The now the new greatest show on turf again they're turning yeah. into. Well, you know, everyone knows when you go to Los Angeles, you see all those Rams in the hills. Um, so uh, this, <laughs> this game, 13-point spread. Um, oh, wow. Is it justified to have a third? I'm I'm always reticent to take a thirteen. Yeah, no, it's, it's just too scary. big. It's a bridge too far. But then again, Arizona lost by thirteen uh, last week uh, to a team that wasn't even remotely as good as the Rams. I think yeah. Arizona's just got a lot of problems. They got Sam Bradford, who's just doesn't have the weapons. You know, they lost John Brown. They got Larry Fitzgerald. He's thirty five years old. He's amazing, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest ever. But thirty five year old receiver. And you have David Johnson. You don't really scare anybody with Sam Bradford. Again, yeah. this could be one of those games. Like, And then that Rams defense is tenacious. And oh, Bradford yeah. is, is like Mr. Glass from Unbreakable. Yeah. So we might even... He's Samuel L. Jackson? We could see Josh Rosen in this game. And Baker I think we Mayfield. should see Josh Rosen. All four yeah. of the quarterbacks are in yeah. by week two. But I still think Arizona holds... Uh, he'll, he'll survive this. Uh, yeah. But I think the Rams are going to win this. Uh, ooh, covering 13, huh? Yeah. It's in L.A., though, and I think... Ooh, it's a tough one. Um, I think they will cover because I think the Rams just have too many weapons. I think it's going to be something like 38 to 20 is what I'm going to say. 38 to 20, Ryan has it. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's going to be a big day for Todd Gurley. Uh, Easily a century. But also, I think the same side for David Johnson. I think that L.A. is going to be really frustrated because he is an amazing back. Uh, I have them covering... But without the fear of any deep threat, without the fear of the receivers, David well, they're, Johnson's going to find it a lot harder. They are, but they're gonna. Have, that's why I think Arizona's going to have to be very innovative. I think any time you play a team of this caliber, you have yeah. to be innovative. You have to try different things. I have this game going 30-20 to 20 in favor of the Rams. I don't have them covering. 
and, but I do have them going over uh, the uh, 44 mark, yeah. which I think 44 and a half is pretty you low. You wonder if the Rams are going to be like um, like a couple years ago when the Patriots were going 16 and 0, yeah. and every line was like sometimes it was like 19, oh, yeah, and they really. would shatter it by like halftime. The yeah. Pats were up like 30, yeah. and they, Vegas was like struggling because everyone just kept taking the Pats to cover that yeah. whole year, and they covered everything. They just whooped. Yeah, every team. I know. It's, it was it's, like college lines. It's always nice when the bookies take a. Like when we went to go see rugby in the, oh, the Canadian, the Canadian game. game and the line was 48 and a half yeah. spread and Canada covered it by losing 51 to 3. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it made money on that yeah, one. Exactly. Made money on that you one. You got to take the 48 it point spread. It for drinks of the weather spoon. You got to pay for 48 point spread. All right. So let's go to this next one, which a uh, bit of a shit show. Detroit Lions. Um... Yeah, what can we say about Detroit Lions? Well, apparently that they hasn't mailed been written them, in a public Apparently bathroom. they emailed their uh, playbook to the whole entire yeah. league. Because yeah, they put it on Twitter. It's interesting because this is that thing of... Um, it's a six-point game, too, uh, for San Francisco at home, Levi Stadium, where they play notoriously bad 48 and a half The real question spread. is, can you, name, and I can't, can you name one successful Bill Belichick tree coach, you know, that was his coordinator that went on to do great things. They're they've all, all been killed. They're like Novichok. They're all been like, failures. They're like Grew, like uh, Every Russia single one of them has been failures, which means that, like, that that's just shows the brilliance of Bill Belichick, where he's just not, like, telling anyone anything about how to be a good head coach. Or he just gives these the guys worst go guys in. away. These guys are just watching Bill Belichick all day being a dick. And they're like, well, I'm going to go into my next team and be a dick. Yeah. And then you just turn on. Like, apparently, like... That, he, that Patricia could be like one of those disaster coaches where he gets fired in his first year halfway through the season. Like, if this keeps happening. because Are you saying Matt Patricia is a millennial? No, oh, is he? he might be. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Not with yeah, that I know the rules. I've heard them all. Apparently he's like a rocket scientist or something like that. Apparently. Well, but he's just one of those guys. Like apparently, people they see Belichick and it's like, I'm gonna rep, I'm gonna yeah. replicate this. But you can't. Like Belichick knows certain things, and just being a hard ass is yeah. not an answer to being a coach. Lots of coaches have found that at the Harvard. Greg Williams, when he came to Buffalo, just screamed at everyone and was just an asshole. And people just tune out to that unless you have, especially when you don't have any results. Yeah. Right. Like Matt Patricia hasn't proven anything to come in and just be this prick. It's like, yeah, you won with New England, but no one gives him the credit. Well, I mean, people also know especially when. Your team gave up 41 points in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then you get a head coaching job. This is me. And then the first game back, 48 points. This is what you get. I think San Fran also hasn't remembered its legacy, you know, going so far with Kaepernick and then just going really shit, like really shit overnight. Well, they've done that a couple times over the last two Well, decades. I mean, before they, the Montana they, they years. Jeff Garcia, and yeah. then they went off, and then they got Alex Smith, and then he was kind of shit yeah. for a couple of years, and then they went off, and then Kaepernick, and then they well, got down. Well, it's the difference between then the Montana uh, years, you know, when you sort of go... Yeah, there's been no consistency yeah. in San Francisco, which is surprising, because they we were... went from Antonio to Steve Young, and that was a, like a good 80s legacy. 80s and 90s, they yeah. were the epitome of consistency. So, okay, how do you have this Ooh, game going? I uh, think this is, uh, I think Jimmy G had a bad game last week, but against yeah. the Minnesota defense. So let's not hold that against him. Um, I think Detroit, I think it's going to be a closer game. I think uh, Matt Stafford, four interceptions, not great. Um, but again, they just don't have a running game. Look, Eric Blunt got hurt. And Detroit hasn't had a, I think it's a 100-yard running game. Well, Riddick, you've got, you got like 10, 10 running games. I think San Francisco at home is going to win this. But I think it's going to be a close game. I, I'm going to go uh, 21-20 for San wow, Francisco. 21-20. I have it uh, a bit more. I think uh, San Fran will, will finally find the rhythm in the fourth quarter. I think they're going to struggle. I think Detroit's going to come up really fast and hard because they have to. I have it as a 28-20 to win for San Francisco covering their spread. 
Uh, let's go into a good game, actually. Uh, this this potentially ri- this rivalry goes on for a long time. You got Oakland uh, at Denver. Oakland uh, put up a tough fight against uh, uh, the Rams well, last for week. a half. For a half, uh, and then Derek Carr was exposed. I mean, you can only hit Cook so many times, right? Yeah, exactly. And again, like Amari. And Cooper. the Denver defense uh, was sacking all over the place. Uh, this game, the Denver game, should have been a blowout. Actually, when you actually look at it, Case Keenum made some three bad interceptions, throws, yeah. three touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah. But so this is a 46-point over under a six-and-a-half-point spread for Denver. Uh, how do we see this? I don't know. I, I, I like – I just don't know what John Gruden's plan is. I think they don't have a defense. Um, I don't think Denver is this scary offense that Oakland needs to worry about, these these rivalry games. But I think it's – I'm going to go with Denver to win just because of the mile-high advantage. You know, when people go in, that's a tough place to play in. Um, John Gruden has no defense, no pass rush for some reason. Uh, no one knows why. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like they got rid of like the Bermuda it's Triangle. It's like it got bared a, down or something. It's a mystery. So Derek Carr's going to be able to go on trouble. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is great. He's fun. But he's also like 31 years old. And is he really going to carry this team in, into anywhere? you got Jared Cook can't be your best player. Amari Cooper has to be better. This yeah. guy was the fourth overall pick. Had two good first years. And I don't know what's happened the last yeah, year. He's completely it's, fallen off the map. Derek Carr. Again, he got the money, and now ever since he's got paid, has not been the same Derek Carr that we saw when they. It's were almost 12. like the Oakland legacy of believing your own hype. Yeah, and it's always like yeah, and just constantly moving every couple yeah. of years, and the instability of this franchise just. Reached. Well, because you're so close to Los Angeles, it's almost just a party. Party everywhere. the experience is about being a player. But um, I, I like Denver to win this. Uh, I actually think they will cover the six and a half. I think uh, they're going to win twenty-seven seventeen. Okay. Um, I just like their defense. Von Miller is amazing. He's a he's a game wrecker. And I think Denver's got the better defense. Oakland just has too many questions. And Gruden's got a 10-year contract, so he's not going anywhere. So. Oh, yeah, no. <clears throat> but it'll be interesting to see, like, how many losses until Gruden really starts getting some tough questions. Because what he's done is made – turned – well, what's maybe great team into an old team very fast, and they look like an old team. I think Gruden is one of those things. We sort of mentioned it before, but I think Gruden was one of those guys that will be a franchise no matter what. He, I think he will be the next John Madden in that they will name video games after him. Because he's been on TV for so long, he's got this Donald Trump appeal of yeah. things that, you know, even if he does tit out, he'll just say, oh, I told you guys, it was the management, it was whatever, buy my video game. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see Gruden 23, unless he wins, like, three Super Bowls. If that was the case... Um, Madden should be called Belichick. To yeah, be but thinking about he was it. never a commentator though. The John Madden only won what one Super Bowl. Yeah, but he was a great commentator, and he was ah, yes, sure. He was the first commentator. He was the him and Pat Summerall. Uh, here's what I think about this game. I think Cook. It's going to be Car to Cook. A lot of this. Uh, they're going to have to move it around, but Denver is going to be all over Car. Uh, I think they're going to keep and it that tight. That noise in the mile high and the they're going to keep it tight because you know they did keep it tight well enough for the Rams. They just have to focus and not get too sloppy. Uh, I have this as a twenty-seven to twenty victory for Denver, covering the spread. There we go. This game, very exciting game. Uh, this is on Sky, the late game on Sky. Come join us. The we'll revenge match. We will be watching it at the Road Trip Bar near Old Street in London. Uh, the defending ch- oh no that's no. not right <laughs> well <laughs> it's still that. mostly right yeah uh, the defending decade defending runner up uh, New England Patriots at the Saxonville Jacksonville Jaguars um, I can't believe the spread's only what is it one one, one point ridiculous. game ridiculous I mean there's gonna be it's gonna be a bit wet probably as the uh, remnants of the of the storm goes by uh, I think you know a lot of there's a lot of factors that go in, but a one point spread. I was curious about this as well. I'm going New England. I, I think to me that's the easiest bet of the week, especially if you got Leonard Fournette out. Mm-hmm. If you have Leonard Fournette out, you're saying that 
Blake Bortles and TJ Yeldon are going to beat the Pats? Are you joking me? Like, there's yeah. absolutely no way. They have a great defense. Jalen Ramsey, all right, you, you said Gronk's not as good as everyone yeah, thinks. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's see how you cover Gronk. Let's yeah. see if you shut him down. Because I'll tell you what, you didn't shut down Odell Beckham. We got 11 balls for over 100 yards yeah. last week. So Jalen Ramsey, the, the, the trash talk tour, comes to its next destination. And I wouldn't mess with Gronk. I think oh, no. Gronk is the, one, the greatest tight end in NFL history. And you got the greatest quarterback in NFL history. And they're. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna whoop. I think they're gonna beat him by at least ten. I think. They, they I think, think until I see anyone chink any of the armor of Tom Brady. But the one good thing they always say about Tom Brady: you hit Tom Brady, you throw him off his game. No one ever hits him because no. he gets the ball out so fast. But this is the one defense that can. hit They him. might be able to hit him. So uh, I could see it being a close game, but I still think New England's easily gonna win a pick him. It's uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's terms of this uh, Jalen Ramsey Gronk thing. What I what I see about this is it's one thing to talk Jalen about covering him. Try to stop him after he's got the ball. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's where you're tough. Is, like, because once Gronk gets two steps, the size of his frame, yeah, like, the um, momentum, it is like Rhino. You're he's just, like that uh, New Zealand rugby player Lamu. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, something. He was that. He died a couple yeah, years okay. ago, but he was just literally people were just falling off. Once, of, like, once he gets a few steps, his legs. And, and it's like even you watch like Gronk's hands. The one thing about Gronk's hands, he's really smart with his hands. Like when those balls come, him and Tom yeah. have practiced that. He can grab yeah. something. Plus, he's the ultimate push. He pushes off so much. But yeah. he does it because he's so big. He, but I mean, I don't know if he'll let B State. Help I him. just don't. Again, I don't think Doug Marone's a better coach than Bill Belichick. Tom Brady is light years ahead of Blake Bortles. Their running games, literally across the board, except defense. Yeah. The so what's your, Brady, what's your prediction? Um, uh, let me see. I, Patriots never not. Oh, they always go twenty-seven. All right, I'm gonna go because the they're good. D twenty-four, thirteen. I'm gonna say for the Pats. Okay, and I've got this as a 28-20 to 20 game. Uh, I, I don't see, I mean, I just see them sort of taking it over so much. So uh, I really see New England just being devastating in this game. Well, Tom Brady just got bigger. I guess I'd love to see Jacksonville win, but I don't, I just don't see it. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Someone else is going to knock New England off their pedestal. All right, let's go to the late game, the late Sunday game, which is the Giants at yeah. Dallas. Shocking um, that the Giants-Cowboys uh, game is prime time. Wow, I don't think yeah. it's ever not been. The no, late, I know. It's it's, it's an Asian rivalry, which just sort of rots. It's literally the Asian rivalry. The only people that care are New York Giants and Dallas Cowboy fans, and they think that the rest of America and the world cares. Yeah. And th- we all hate these two teams. Yeah, basically. no, you've had your run, and now people hate you yeah uh so we've got the giants here uh the cowboys favored by three it's a 42 and a half point spread it's in dallas um you know there's a lot of there's a lot of questions a lot of questions questions. Dak prescott is he because Dak prescott lit the world on fire in his rookie year last year bit of fall off year i don't think it was necessarily his fault uh ezekiel elliott was suspended for six games still was okay but th- last week, he did not look that great. They don't have receivers. Um, the Dallas, defense is much better, though. Yeah. I will say Dallas's defense is better. They don't have the old line they used to I have, just though. don't have any faith, though, in Eli Manning, really, anymore. No. And uh, that's why I'm going to pick Dallas away. I think it's they'll push the spread. I think it's going to be a three-point game. I'm going to say it's going to be like 27-24. For the for the Cowboys, twenty seven twenty four. So you get a high scoring. I've actually got this as a bit of a bit more of a big spread on that. I actually have uh, the Cowboys extending their lead on this at home. Um, I've got this as a twenty to ten victory. I just don't see. I just see the the, uh, the sorry the Giants shooting themselves in the foot the whole time. Yeah, they can't really get the momentum together. They get some good drives and then they just screw it up. 
So, I mean, I think he's, he's going to have to rely on Evan Ingram a lot. I think the defense and is sort of Especially Evan Dallas. Ingram, which was, was invisible last yeah. week. And that was one of the main reasons I think As lost. Tyler Eifert was this week. So, yeah, I've got a 2010. All right, let's go to the final game. You know, because they like to screw the Chicago fans because Chicago fans never get to the watch UK, games the in the UK. UK. Chicago fans. So the Bears fans, it's our second late game in a row. And your second Monday off. Second Monday off. Yeah, exactly. Second Monday uh, off. This would be a Tuesday off work. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Because <clears throat> technically Monday at 1.30 in the morning. Uh, Seattle at Chicago. Chicago, the spread has gone up uh, three to three and a half points. Uh, the Bears mm. have had, uh, you know, uh, a great showing against Green Bay last week. Yeah, but they need that. It's that killer instinct. And I think this yeah. is a big game for Trubisky. I think now back at home, um, that that it's going to be a really – actually, I think this is going to be a fun game because I think that Bears defense at home is going to feed off the fans oh, yeah. massively. And I think Russell Wilson, without Doug Baldwin, his best receiver he, – He's got Tyler uh, Lockett and Brandon Marshall. Tyler Lockett and Brandon Marshall. you got Rashad Penny and Chris Carson as your yeah. running backs. I just don't believe in this offense at all. I think their offensive line is going to be terrified of playing against this Bears D. I think Trubisky's going to have a better game. I still don't think – I don't know about Trubisky yet. I'm still waiting for him to have that breakout game. But I think – I don't really believe in Seattle. I think they're going to struggle this year. They're going to be something like 6-10, and 5-11. So I think the Bears are going to pull this off just because they're at home. If this is in Seattle, I would be a bit different, hesitant about it. But I think it's going to be a very close game. Um, I'm going to go a low-scoring game, uh, 17-13 Chicago win. See, I, I just see uh, with Russell Wilson, the way he was sacked last week and the way he ran around, and now seeing what this Bears D is going to do, I feel bad for the guy because he is in for a world of pain. Uh, I think Khalil Mack, I see Khalil Mack getting at least four sacks in this wow, game. Wow, <clears throat> I think we're going to beast them. I think they're, they're going to be all over the place. We learned from Green Bay. We came out. I say we because I'm a Bears fan, yeah. obviously. But I think learn from uh, from that game. I think Seattle doesn't have any of the tools. And when you've got Tyler Lockett and Doug and Doug Baldwin out, and you've got Brandon Marshall, who's like, yeah. I know everything from 35 Chicago. Thirty-five-year-old Brandon Marshall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, why don't you call Chad Okosinko? You guys can yeah, play doubles. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I actually have this as a twenty-seven to seventeen uh, victory for Chicago. A yeah. bit of a beatdown, a bit of a blowout. Yeah, I can see that. So I mean, those are our picks for this week. Um, you know, if you have any fantasy advice or anything you want to talk to, send us something on Twitter, on Facebook, or whatever you want, Instagram. We will be this Sunday, uh, the second Road week. trip. Road trip. It is a bar in Old Street. It is located right near Old Street Station. Uh, it is open late, North American food. Here's the thing, Ryan. They have happy hour all night. Wow. It's Sundays all night. Two for one beers. Two for one beers. Really just taking the piss of ha- the name Happy Hour. Uh, I'll take it, though. I'll happy, take it. It's a happy, happy night. So, guys, come and join us. Uh, those are our picks. Uh, if you like this podcast, please listen, like, share. Yes. And we'll do our uh, week two wrap-up and see how we did early next week. Thanks for listening.